Hello? Hey, Rob, what's up? It's Rhythm Bastard. How's it going? Uh, it's a Tuesday night. I'm drinking, playing a little Shadow Warrior 2, Doom 2016. How about you? Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, I just got wrapped up playing some Halo. Uh, anyway, yeah, I haven't seen you since Anime Hawaii. Hopefully, you know, it's a shame we can hang out more. I was doing the 3000 Brigade stuff and whatever, but... Right. Yeah, so, uh, the 3000 Brigade stuff, because I spent so much time practicing for it. Uh, I really got behind on this podcast I'm a part of. You know, they answer would you rather questions, and... We get in and out and through of them, and they're generally really awful. So I figured, like, the best, since you're already drinking for it, I figure, why not have Rob come on and we promote the Florida music scene? Huh? Um, is this a would-you-rather question? Because I'd rather not. December 15th, 2017. That's a Friday, y'all. Isn't that cool? And you're listening to I'd Rather Not, the podcast about bad decisions and how we make them. Like, say, for example, uh, I don't know, whatever we did last time. It's been a while, okay? A lot's been happening. There's stuff going on. I don't know. I wasn't even aware that I was going to be hosting this until, like, ten minutes ago. So, that's cool. Isn't it great? I'm your host, John Gavritsky-Maxwell. This is episode 67, and I'm joined, as always, by Owen Douglas. I-, I have an important question to kick off the show. What's that, Owen? Which seat should I take? Uh, Partying, partying, yeah. Yeah. You getting ready to party for this Christmas, y'all? i am got my sweater on, I'm good to go. What, what, is your, what is your ugly sweater, dare I ask? It's not actually that ugly. I just have a normal sweater. It's, you know, I have to wait until it's actually Christmas and then the ugliness starts to appear. It just emanates from your soul, so I guess it works. Oh, wow. Rhythm wow. Bastard, what is your most ugly sweater? Uh, my most ugly sweater is the hoodie that I haven't washed in a month. Ew. All right, then. What, what What's on it? What's on it? Like uh, the barbecue sauce. It's just a hoodie I throw on whenever it's cold, which is rare here in Florida, but, you know. Humble brag. I mean, hey, we had that snowstorm last weekend. Uh, did it anyone, did any of it get down to Florida? Uh, not me, because I'm really far south. True. North Florida got, yeah, North Florida got snow, apparently, I heard. All right. It was legendary. Cool. Well, th- thank you for the update. Special guest Rob! Hey. Hey, what's going on? Uh nothing nothing much. It's uh is it Friday night or Tuesday night? I can't. I it's mean Friday morning. It's Friday morning. It's Friday yeah. morning, but let's be honest here. We always no matter what day, we always got the club going up on a Tuesday. The, there's so yeah. much snow outside I can't tell whether it's day or night here, honestly. It's it's crazy here in central Florida. Uh, I'm just you're, swimming in it. I thought you were in Siberia for a second. <laughs> Jesus. Six and one half dozen of another, if you think about it. <laughs> exactly. Mm, yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. So, Rob, you know Rhythm Bastard from the Florida music scene. Tell me about that. What, what do you do? Um, well, I met him through the con scene, like uh, anime Ooh. conventions, comic book conventions, stuff like that. 
and um, it's pretty cool. I have a anime band that plays at <clears throat> cons, and I met Rhythm Bastard because he he does his uh, uh Rhythm Bastard's punk rock show, and so we'd uh, we just ran into one another through that, and um, you know what happens at a con stays at a con, you know that kind yeah. of thing. But um, as you do, mm-hmm. there was a time I slept in a closet. Oh, that's yeah. that's every mm-hmm. con for me. Closet, bathtub, back of a van. I know. wish I slept in the bathtub. That would have been smart. Hey, Only the, the privileged people get to sleep in the bathtub. Um, yeah, because it's like it's your own little cocoon you can just wrap yourself up in. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably would just be a lot like when uh, in college I for a while slept in a uh, inflatable pool that I filled with pillows. Ooh. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it yeah, sounds, it was, sounds like swank. Yeah. Wait, did you ever see pictures of the pool bed, Owen? No, I have. I just okay. saying it for the audience who did not know that story. Yeah, no, I, I slept in that for six months. It was also kind of dumb because, you know, the, inflata- the, the inflatable pool was on top of a mattress. <laughs> this isn't about me, though. This is about our guest, Rob. So tell us about your band, man. Like, you say you're an anime band. What do you play? Um, What's it called? What do you uh, play? We are called SS Hanami. I play the Koto. It's a 13-string Japanese harp. Oh, damn. um, I also play the keyboard, like synth and a bunch of stuff like that in the band, and I also sing. But um, now we've been playing the con scene for about eight years now. And um, we actually, we met Rhythm Bastard when we were at the top floor of... I think we were on the eighth floor of um, whatever hotel um, UmiCon was at, and we were throwing glow sticks down into the pool, like eight floors down. Yes, and um, it's pretty good. So we're in some stranger's hotel room. We don't even know where we are because we've been <laughs> we've been drinking scotch all night, and we're yes, just throwing excellent. And Again, then, as you do. And then someone knocks on the door, and. Um, here is Rhythm Bastard holding our glow sticks, like, here are your glow sticks. And we've been throwing glow sticks <laughs> off the, uh... Actually, no, that wasn't Rhythm Bastard. The story's true, but that was not Rhythm Bastard. Um, yeah, it was actually the cops. <laughs> yeah, no, it... That, no, that actually happened. That was somebody. But it, it, uh... I forget the first time I met Rhythm Bastard, although I think it was at UmiCon. Was it? Can you back me up on that? Um, I'm thinking it was either like Umicon or Chibi Pop. Umicon is a possibility because I know like those first couple of years it was. Yeah, actually it probably was. And I remember that because I was also at the same con I met you guys and the Cog is Dead. Yeah, the Cog is Dead. I remember that. Was that the time the sound guy flipped out on us and came like running screaming to us in the middle of our show? I, I don't remember him running and screaming, but I know, like, he was just fed up with a lot of, like, shit when, you know, you're moving it around and whatever. Yeah, I do remember that. It was either that or Chibi Pop before it became a completely different con that was yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah. I I still view it as Chibi Pop. I mean, it's called Anime yeah. EY now. And right. Sorry if, if I'm getting too much into, like, con talk. Let me know. I know it's kind yeah, of, go like, for a, it. a geeky Yeah, thing. go for it, man. Um, yeah, no, our first... um. Yeah, we played at UmiCon, and we were... I just remember the sound guy got really mad at us and uh, came running up to us in the middle of a song, yelling at us and because and, we moved <laughs> his equipment. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, in God. the middle of the show, he yelled at you? 
Yeah, and literally, it was a dance. We were playing a dance, and so everybody, right. everybody in the crowd just stopped dancing and looked at him, and so we had to stop our song. And so me and the guitarist started playing a different song, and then the two other guys went and dealt with the sound guy yelling at everybody. It's just, you know... No, and that's a very sound guy thing to do. It's a very sound guy thing. Um, but no, the I felt bad because the the people running the con had told us to move his equipment. Because oh, we, had, yeah. we had to start the show, and we couldn't, like, the cable wasn't close enough to the stage to connect, so we had to, like, move the table two yards closer to the stage, and then he came up, I, you know, up running to us in the middle of our set. But, um, yeah, the main thing I remember from that con was um, uh, some guy getting dragged away from the bar. That was the year was that... Was it you? Uh, no, it was not me. Okay. Uh, we were drinking as much as that guy, but we just played it off cool. Like, nice. we knew how to be cool drunks, and that guy just was being a dick, and so he got dragged off, and we were more drunk than him, but we got to stay. Um, and then that was also the year that um, we ended up uh, getting our hair dyed up in some random person's room and throwing glow sticks off the balcony, and then a random person came and returned our glow sticks to us up in our room, which I was right. very impressed that he knew where our room was. But um, Yeah, really? That, I thought that was fantastic. Okay, before we move on, though, I really, I really need need to know, like, how do you even go about learning something as complex as a koto and like getting like the skills at that? Like, fuck, man, I I've been trying to play guitar for like twenty something years and I'm still not that good. So I heard the thing in a movie, and um, I was like, fuck, that sounds awesome, and. So I didn't even know what it was called. I'm just like, okay, that's an Asian harp. And so I googled Asian harps. I didn't even know it was Japanese at the time. And so I'm listening to all these Asian harps, and then I hear the koto, and I'm like, okay, that's it. That's the instrument I like. It was Inuyasha, the castle beyond the looking glass. So I, I heard it in an uh... anime movie, yeah. Actually, I have my koto right here. I don't. Can you still hear me? Hold on. Oh. Damn. Man. Could you hear that? Yeah, live performance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fucking I'd rather not. That's great. Um, so, sorry, sorry, Brother Bastard. We have a new person doing the theme song now. That's fair. Oh, we can collaborate. Yeah. Oh, we man. Can collab. Yeah, that's got to be a hot collabo. Like, yeah. Punk Koto, that would be dope. But, um, so I heard that in a movie, and I was like, that sounds badass. And I... So I, I found a Koto on eBay, and... So then I had a, I begged my parents at the time because I was you know living with my parents I was younger I think I was seventeen when I started learning the koto I begged them for a koto for Christmas and um, they got one for me but so then I had a koto I didn't know how to play it so I found a Yahoo group for koto players back when Yahoo groups were a thing and I asked yeah, back in the day hey are there any koto players in Southern Florida like any teachers. And I found a Japanese woman who lived in southern Florida, close to where I lived, who taught me. And um, she's been giving me lessons. Uh, she gave me private lessons for years. And uh, thankfully, this past year, I was able to travel to Japan and take lessons in Tokyo, which was a huge Holy help. Shit. Yeah, no, that was badass. Um, at, at the largest school for Koto in Tokyo. And... Um, you know, like, in, in your mind, you have these delusions, like... Well, because a, a teacher from the school in Tokyo came to Florida to teach some lessons. 
And I managed to finagle a private lesson with him through my Koto teacher. And in my head, like, I had all these, you know, fantasies like, oh, it's going to be so cool. Like, he's going to really like my Koto playing and I'm going to get to travel to Tokyo. And so I, I had my lesson with him and he basically told me my Koto playing was terrible and was wimpy. I think he actually used the word wimpy to describe my Koto playing. And, um, Fucking harsh. Yeah, no, but, but it was great because he taught me the correct technique and taught me how to play better. And then I ended up getting to go to Tokyo and learn, but it was just in a different way than I'd intended. You know, I had this fantasy in my mind, like, oh, I'm going to be so cool. Like, my Koto playing is going to be so great. I'm going to get to go to Ko Tokyo. And it was like the opposite. Like, my Koto playing was really shitty. And uh, even though I'd been playing for eight years, and my friends thought I sounded great, and even my, my teacher here in America was like, yeah, you're a really good player. But, you know, then the pros hear you and you're like, okay, it's kind of shitty. But uh, Yeah, it's like something you haven't thought of or something you didn't consider. Yeah, exactly. And now my playing has improved because I kind of went through that boot camp. I heard like, hey, you got to change this, this, and this. And so now my playing is better. And I spent, well, fuck yeah. I spent two yeah. weeks in Tokyo and um, now I'm uh, I'm recording a solo Koto CD, and I'm still working on a an SS Hanami CD, like you know, anime rock kind of stuff with the Koto. Nice. So. That all sounds awesome. So yeah, any any idea when those albums are going to come out, or like any shows coming up? Uh, um, what, what do you got in the works? Yeah, in uh, let me see. Sorry, the, the ruffling is my calendar. Um, on uh, January 7th, I'm going to be playing at the Murakami uh, Oshogatsu, the Japanese New Year's. Um, I'm going to be playing with my Koto teacher and her other students at the Murakami Japanese Museum and Gardens, uh, playing Koto. Uh, then on Saturday the 13th, I'm going to be playing at the West End Trading Company, a solo Koto show, just me. Um, Damn! Uh, SS Hanami's not playing any shows right now. We're actually, we're looking for a, a guitarist and a drummer and a bassist. Um, we played our 100th show in April, and the other guys kind of decided they want to move on from the band, and so I'm looking for new members right now. And um, so I've just been working with studio musicians. I have a lot of friends who are musicians or who know people who play instruments, and so we've just been kind of releasing singles you know, trying to get an album together. Nice. Yeah. Um, we just, um, if you don't mind me plugging, we just released a new song no, called... This is, this is the time. We released a new song called Live from the Deep Web. Um, if you Ooh. go to our SoundCloud, you can just download the song. It's free. Um, it's just, uh, it's one of my, it doesn't have any Koto in it. It's just straight up anime rock. And, but it's one of my favorite songs we have, we've ever released. Live from the Deep Web, if you go to uh, SoundCloud and look up S.S. Hanami, H-A-N-A-M-I, you can find that song and download it. It's also on YouTube and other stuff. That sounds really awesome. Like, I'm, I'm glad I got that nice little, you know... Yeah, like, I mean, I, you know, what first brought me to, like, S.S. Hanami was like, oh, those guys are actually kind of cool and kind of chill, and, you know, was the Koto, and the fact that, you know, you're, you're making all these great strides with that is really impressive. Sadly... We're on a program that is all about sadness and difficult decisions. We sure are. Oh, I know all about sad. I can. I could go on for years about. You're in my territory. Sadness and difficult decisions. Come on. Oh, yeah. 
Perfect. This is my home territory. Woo, all right. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, welcome to the show, man. We are totally excited to have you, and I am very sorry for what we're about to do, but not really. Guys, maybe you don't know this. Maybe you do. I'm going to tell you anyway, though. This is a Would You Rather show in which we ask each other terrible Would You Rather questions that make us all really sad and sometimes laugh. You know, sometimes we'll try and find some way to get out of it or have some fun with it. But it's also just going to, you know, usually end in in tears and sadness. Are you excited yet? Because I am. I'm excited. I have tinfoil stuck in my teeth from this beer can, though. So let me... (laughs) Jeez. While you figure that out, we have to take care of some other business. You see, two weeks ago we had a question, Owen. I'm sorry. I believe you have the results of the uh, the Twitter poll there. But what was the question? It it was my question. I apologize. It was it was asking about having really fucked up vision, and would you rather uh, see the world? completely mirrored, but you're the only one that notices that it's mirrored? Or uh, see everything six inches to the left of where it actually is and you never get used to it? Fun fact, I told my partner about uh, that question uh, when it was asked two weeks ago, and her response was, why the fuck do you never have, like, good things? I mean, that's that's what the show is. It's never good things. Well, yeah, but... There were a couple episodes where we had good things, but those are the questions Yeah, this is why we need to get... Fucking Xander back on. Yeah, well, she's also Canadian, so I, and I think the very first episode set exactly. the tone for that. Yeah. Very polite. Yeah. But I have the Twitter poll results. All right. All right. What, what, did, what did the internet say, Owen? A commanding 80% want to see things mirrored. Hmm. I'm with them. They want them sexy vampires. Because if you saying, listen to the episode, right. you can understand. I'm still the only means. person that doesn't want vampires. That's fine. Fuck vampires. Vampires are in both scenarios. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't want to be one. That, Fair enough. Did the five minutes of True Blood? The only five minutes of True Blood I ever saw ever make it on that like recording, or was that after we stopped recording? Oh no, that was on there. Okay, good. It, I I keep everything in. Okay, good. You except really the, shouldn't, though. Except for the things that I don't, and no one will ever All right. Good to know. Anyway, guys, this is a Would You Rather show. Hmm? So let me explain the rules and tell you how this is all going to go down. Rhythm Bastard, you got a question for us, do you not? Yes, I do. Once Rhythm Bastard asks his, finishes asking his question, I have a fun little timer here that I'm going to, uh, I'm going to start. It's set for 20 minutes. Uh, once the timer is running, uh, Rhythm Bastard, we're going to have this opportunity to ask you any question we want about this scenario. Uh, just try and figure out, suss out everything about these two scenarios to, you know, really best come to a decision. Once the timer has reached its 20-minute conclusion, we must come to a final decision. There can be only one winner. But you know what the bad news is? There's we'll even, figure it out. There's an even number we'll, of us. We will figure it out, okay. Okay? okay? If it comes to that, we will figure it out. Y'all, you ready to do this? Hey, John, hold on. Yeah, Owen? Before we get into this... Oh, Jesus, of course. I Before have... we get into this, we need to do 
the thing that we always do. We got to warm up. Owen, I believe our usual erstwhile host, Andy, sent you some questions from our favorite neural network on the uh, the internet, the official bot of the I'd Rather Not podcast. Mm-hmm. Would you rather bot on Twitter? Sure did, and at, in typical Andy fashion, he sent me way too many. Dear God. So, so I'm actually going to ask you all two. God. Well, is it this usually is the, one before, one after? Well, no, no that's, how, that's how many I have. I have enough for both. Oh, okay. He sent me a lot. <laughs> Dear Christ. All right, Owen, lay it on me. So I'm going to start with John. Would you rather do all your shit or garden? I have a lot of shit I need to do right now. Like, I shouldn't be recording a podcast. I should be doing that. So, I'm going to do all my shit. But you don't want a garden? Uh, I live in the city. But, but it's like I'm crossing. You have your own little garden. Pick the weeds, plant flowers. Yeah, true. Being crippling debt. True. But you're going to go with uh, doing all your shit? Yeah, no, I'm definitely doing all my shit. I want to do all my shit. I need to do all my shit. I'm going to fuck up my life if I don't do all my shit. I need to do all my okay, shit. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, Let's do it. We'll keep moving then. Okay. Hey, Rob. Wait. Yes. I have a question for you. Would you rather have a jail with a great cat outside or have a pet monkey? A jail with a great cat outside? Yep. Would you rather have a jail with a great cat outside or have a pet monkey? Like, but I'm free, but I have a pet monkey. I mean, you don't... It says you have a jail. That means you. it's your jail. Okay. You're not in jail. Oh, so I, I can either have a pet monkey or have a jail with a great cat outside. Yes. Um... I'm gonna go with the jail with the great cat outside, but I'm gonna say it's like... Giza in ancient Egypt, and it's like the Sphinx. I'm gonna go Ooh, with that. Nice. Yeah. I'm gonna, it's yeah, my good. creative interpretation of this. Yeah, exactly. Would you rather? All right. Yeah, I thought you were gonna go with a super jail, and just have really messed up shit happening. Well, yeah, I mean, but... that can still happen in my ancient Egypt jail. I mean, oh man, what, what else but messed up shit happens in Giza? Like 2000 BC. <laughs> what happens in Giza stays in Giza. Yeah. Exactly. I hear it's the new Vegas. Or did I just get really It's the old Vegas. Yeah. No, you're just thinking of the Luxor. Okay. Hey, Rhythm Bastard. Yeah? I have a question for you. Okay. Would you rather have a billion dollars and win a million dollars and have a lot of cancer? Or you're busy for 90 years? Uh, I'm going to go with the billion million dollars because that's the only way I'll be able to afford the health care for my cancer. So obviously the billion million dollars. Also, I want to point out that would you rather bots put an lot instead of a lot? Oh, and, oh so, so like I don't have the cancer. I have like a lot of cancer sitting outside somewhere. Like no, that it, just be craps. No, that's how I make my money. No, no, no. I mean, you could you have, have a lot, lot of cancer. cancer. Isn't like a a lot like a measure unit of measurement, like twenty or something? No, I mean, you like, could have twenty cancers. No, he. No, I'm saying he still has a lot of cancer. Just would you rather? Bot doesn't know that lot begins with a uh, 
an L instead of an A. Look, would you rather buy is a lot of things, Owen? It has never been good at spelling or punctuation or honestly making any sort of sense <laughs> of syntax. the English language whatsoever. Sure, I just wanted to make I just want to make it clear that the spa is still terrible at that. So you're gonna go. We with wouldn't the, use it if it wasn't. That's fair. But for the best, are you going with the cancer? Yeah, I'm going with the million, uh, bajillion dollars in cancer. Bajillion dollars in cancer. Yeah. Okay, I got one more question for all of you. Lay it on me. I'm going to go with Rhythm Bastard again. Okay. Rhythm Bastard, would you rather be a brony or be the most allergic idiot in Earth? Uh, those are kind of the same. Uh, mm. Keyword uh, Sophie's is, choice. Keyword is in Earth. In Earth? Well, oh, fuck. Well, I, like, there's nothing to do in Earth, so I guess, like, as a brony, I'm a brony, but, like, I'd be Hang on out the with surface. skeletons. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, maybe you can find Jimmy Hoffa. That, mm, that's that's just a myth, though. Is it? Oh, shit. You could figure it out. Oh, that's true. Maybe you're allergic to him, and you can figure it out that way. Oh, oh God. Oh, man. Oh god, there's probably no. I, I'm going to go with Brony because, like, in the Earth, there's like a million other scarier things that I'm allergic to. Name three. Uh, sand. Okay, uh, turnips. One. Yeah, turnips and skeletons. Yep, that's three. You got it. Oh, and I feel like the problem with your allergic to Jimmy Hoffa scenario is that by this point, all of Jimmy Hoffa's like DNA or you know, like his flesh and blood and everything is decomposed, so he would just be a skeleton, so that would just mean you're allergic to skeletons. Wait, if I'm allergic to Jimmy Hoffa, though, like, wouldn't my nose know it did, like, I'll just be, and I'm not allergic to skeletons, so, like, if I'm next to Jimmy Hoffa and I sneeze, I'm like, I found him! Exactly, that's how he knows that's the skeleton. This is a dumb question. How would your nose be able to differentiate his skeleton from any other skeleton? Jimmy Hoffa's soul essence. It's made of gold. Yeah. Soul still burns? Okay. Yep, fine. I, I played Soul Calibur. I know how this works. What if when we die, we all become bronies? Like, that's what happens when you die. You don't go to heaven, you don't go to hell. Like, everyone who dies becomes a brony. Like, that's what I'm happens. going to live forever. You can try. No, it's like... I mean, look, we've already established that, like, somewhere in the future in this podcast universe, I become Spider Mastermind, so I'm pretty sure that means I live forever. It's true. Yeah. That is canon. There is a spider pony. Okay. There's also a Weird Al Yankovic. There's a Weird Al Yankovic pony. There is? We need need to get out of this. Okay. Hey, hey, Rob. Save us, Owen! This is on you! Rob, would you rather be instantly knowing the movie at will or have math luck? Instantly knowing the movie at will? Yes. I'll take that. I don't. I don't know that movie at all. I've never. Is that a movie? At will? No, it's it's lowercase. So at will, you can know the movie. Know the movie. The movie. Again, this is all lowercase. Yeah, like so. I guess it's just a generic movie. Like you start watching the movie, it's like I know what's going to happen. That oh, guy that did. sounds like, awful. No, that would ruin movies. No, no. You I don't, don't have to do it though. Where would you rather have math luck? I'll take math luck. I don't use math, but sure. Maybe you start will. That's why it would be good to have math luck, because then you'll be lucky. Yeah, I don't want to ruin movies. No, fuck that. I don't want to know what happens at the end of the Tom Cruise Mummy remake. No. 
I I could tell you what happens at the end of the. No, you don't want to know. It's stop. No, no spoilers. It's bad. Hey, John. Do, doesn't he like kiss the weird girl mummy or something and become like the evil mummy? Yeah. Yeah. He becomes the mummy. <laughs> of course, he becomes the mummy. That's it. He becomes the mummy. Duh. No shit. Tom Cruise becomes the mummy. The mummy, the mummy was inside him all along. <laughs> the call was coming from inside the mummy. Speaking of a call is coming from inside somebody. Hey, John. Oh God. Would you rather step out of your best friend and barely get across, or smell loudly and salt yourself for a month? Barely get across what? I- I'm assuming barely across your best friend. To the other side. So, they're dead, right? Because you're basically just exploding out of them like a, like a xenomorph. Yes. Or probably not even that, it's more like, you know, walking just like their entire skeleton being ripped out or something. Hell yeah. Problem is, I feel like the only person I know that I could do... I mean, the only person I know that I could do this to without killing them is you, so... Wait, what? But that would also, like... Because you're taller than me. Oh, I thought you were saying so I was immortal. Ch- I'm like, I, I did not know this. I No, I'm thinking, like, you know, logically speaking here, you're taller than me, so I'm assuming if I could walk out of you, there's a chance that I could, like, not fucking headshot you or whatever, and you could live that way? As, as a head in a jar? Yeah, something like that. Because you, you, like, ruined my body? Yeah, I don't know. They, that could work. What was the other one again? It's, uh, smell loudly and salt yourself for a month. Yeah, I'll salt the snail. Let's do it. Oh, boy. That just seems a lot easier than stepping out of you. But wouldn't salting also, yourself... Also, how did I get you? inside your body in the first place? I'm gonna assume it's like a telefrag. Hmm, okay. Uh, yeah, salting yourself. Hey, it's like when you get stung by a jellyfish and you, you put meat tenderizer on it. Uh, yeah. Guys, I, I have one last question for all... This is all, for all of you. The final question. I'll okay. play. Awesome. Would you rather control your fingers, also party, as you want, or have the power to have cardboard soda on your butt? Uh, finger party. Yeah, I like one. the use of my fingers. I would like to keep the use of my pi- fingers, thank you. But what about having the power to have cardboard soda on your butt? You drink soda. What good is it on my butt? What is cardboard soda? What good is soda made out of cardboard? I can't drink cardboard soda, or is is the soda cardboard flavor? Yeah, this is the easiest would you rather question I've ever answered. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you, I mean, what the, what what about the benefits of cardboard soda? What what benefits if you also got a Spanish speaking dog? I throw it off the seventh floor of a balcony at Umicon is what I yeah. do. Yeah, wow. Soda. Shots fired at cardboard soda. There goes my next uh, Indiegogo. Yeah, if, if, they, if it comes out the seventh floor, they don't bring it back. It's like, oh, he threw it out the seventh floor yeah. for a reason. Like it, Nobody like, would even show up with that cardboard soda at our door knocking. Like, here's your cardboard now. Or cardboard soda. Ugh. I mean, it's cardboard. It's just going to, like, float gently down anyway, right? That yeah. is true. But, yeah, that's it for the, uh, the warm-ups. I think we're warmed up now. All right. You feel sufficiently warmed up, guys? I feel warmed up. I'm ready to go. All right. Rhythm Bastard. That's I me. believe you have a question f- for us. Why don't you share it with the class? All right. 
So that- wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I need to to need to confirm some things here. This doesn't involve Glover, does it? No, it does not involve Glover. Thank God. Okay, you may proceed. Okay, so uh, this is one of those questions where the second half of it came to me like an hour or an hour before starting the show. Because uh, would now I'm going to place you guys in a position of power. Would you rather work for a company that and no shit, there's a company that is actually doing it, builds robots to deter homeless people and other such, you know, cool Silicon Valley shit, or would you rather run the Oasis from the movie and book Ready Player One? 20 minutes starts now. I have a question. Yes. To control the Oasis, do I need to win some kind of big hunt? Uh, no, you do not need to win the... Oh, you're more like a lower-level programmer. So you're more like one of those guys who, you know, makes the patch updates and shit for MMOs. So, oh, so I'm just working on it. I'm not, yeah, I don't actually run... I don't control it. No. Yeah, you're one of the lackeys that works on it, and you go back to your shitty house that inhabits the world of Ready Player One, which is never touched upon in favor of this scene. When I reached the bar, I ordered a pan-galactic gargle blaster from the female Klingon bartender and downed half of it. Then I grinned as R2-D2 queued up another classic 80s tune. Union of the Snake, I recited, mostly out of habit. Duran Duran, 1983. Rhythm Bastard, I have a question. Yes. Okay, also, I have a statement. Please do not read more bad lines for Ready Player One. Okay. My question, however, is please explain to the class and the ignorant audiences at home and also on the show, uh, what is the Oasis and how does what does it do and how does it work? Okay, uh, so the Oasis from Ready Player One is basically a big multiplayer online game that is inhabited with just a bunch of, apparently a bunch of 80s references and like pop culture references and stuff. Basically, it's it's a big video game and it's it's... Like Willy Wonka, where if you find, like, the secret, you know, Easter egg or the secret thing, then you win, like, $100 million. So that is, like, the trick. And there's people whose jobs are just to go, you know, in and find the little Easter egg within this game. And you get clues by beating missions and solving hints and all this other stuff. So that's, like, the that's like the main thrust of Ready Player One and its subsequent books. It's about a kid trying to find this egg and win a shit ton of money to bring his family out of... You know, the same, yeah, the same. And we run this like what is our involvement in the the upkeep and the the maintenance of this oasis? So basically your thing is you just make sure that it's running smoothly. So any glitches, you get rid of them like, oh, man, I phased through the thing. Hold on. Let me pull your avatar out of here. So you can also design new quests. So uh, all all the things have to come from like basically. so you're all you're also allowed to design like a quest or two, but it has to be like um oh god, what's the word I'm thinking of? It, if it if it's not on a Think Geek t-shirt, then it you know your your higher ups won't accept it as a quest. It's like it has to reference at least three things. Get it passed. So yeah, but basically you're just responsible for upkeep. You're you're a lackey in this giant corporation. That just sends all these people running around where apparently like 99% of the rest of the earth is just shit like slum town. 
Which Word? is the more it yeah, it's like the more interesting thing of Ready Player One. It's that like there's just oh man, there's this video game with all like this cool stuff in it, but the rest of the world is like absolute garbo. Like that that that, that okay. And that's why well, that game that movie is relevant today. Yep. So what is a pangalactic gargle blaster and how do I mix one? Um a pangalactic gargle blaster is a drink from the book series Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And as far as how to mix one, I read that book like 10 years ago, so I forgot. Make it up. Go. Okay. Uh, so you get uh, you get like half a cup of Fleeb juice. Uh-huh. Then you get, uh, you get two parts of vodka. I follow. Yeah. One part orange juice. And uh, then you uh, get a homunculus, and you get the, the toenail clippings from a homunculus, and you shake that up inside. Um, uh, you shake it up inside Bender, uh, or like a Bender model head from Futurama. That that's a pop mm-hmm. culture reference that I can use. Uh, you yes. shake it up, and you pour it out into a D twenty mug, like a, a mug that has a D twenty etched on it. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Okay, yeah, and that's a pangalactic gargle blaster. Not into the toenails, I'm into everything else. Well, listen, they really add a garnish that just brings it over the top. Hey, Rhythm Bastards. Yeah. I have a question about the other scenario, about the robots. Yes. So, are these, like, human-like robots, or are they, like, you know, totally metallic robots, or are they mech suits, or... What, what are uh, these robots? Yeah, so I, I have some clarification here, um, just to, to say for the audience. So, for people who don't know, Rhythm Bastard, part of what he's referencing is a news story that's going around that there's apparently a, uh, a company out there in uh, the California... Uh, that makes these fucking guard robots that, like, patrol fucking areas and do shit. And, like, apparently a fucking homeless shelter in fucking San Francisco has got these guard robots and are fucking with people. Or actually, no, it's not even a homeless shelter. It's a fucking, uh, like, animal control center that's just fucking with homeless people on the street. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at this picture of this robot, and now I have more questions. Yes. It's our gross dystopia, but yeah, Rhythm Bastard. Is it one of these robots? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's where I got the idea for this other one. Um, another idea that I got... Well, well, j- j- yeah, so just so Owen, ask your question. So, it, first of all, it, it is this robot, yes? Yeah, it's like that kind of robot. So, it's Not pretty a cool much robot. a mix between R2-D2 and a Dalek. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm looking at this robot now. I just uh, typed in robots, homeless people. Okay, robots are being used to shoo away homeless people in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this robot looks like a uh, one of those air circulator things I have in my room. Yeah. I'll tell you what this robot looks like because it's what it is. This robot's a fucking narc. <laughs> yeah. So you get to help work for the company that builds narc robots. So, so Rhythm Bastard, does this robot actually exterminate homeless people? Um. Well, the thing is... In it, the it, scenario, not in real life. Yeah, so in this scenario, uh, you're responsible for develop- helping develop the tech to get it to exterminate the homeless. Oh, okay. So, like, does is it murder? Like, do I sli- does it slice it up? Does it, like, vaporize it? Uh, no. It, so, I, I don't want to get too violent on this show. So, basically, what it Wrong, does really, is... really? Okay. Yeah, so, I mean... It- hey, man, look. Dead Kennedy said kill the poor, like, 40 years ago. 
I don't know where else to go. They were being sarcastic. Were they? They, they were writing from the perspective of a rich person. But then they ended up becoming I mean, rich. No, they, they were being sarcastic because people didn't think they were being sarcastic. And that's why they wrote Nazi punks fuck off. Yeah. Word. So really, it's a good thing that people are stupid and don't understand sarcasm when you think yeah. about it. So now mm-hmm. this and this is kind of like a, a high I have no mouth and I must scream kind of thing. So what they do is that you deploy a, an army of these robots to like a tent camp or something. And then you like they like scoop them up in their tummies and they deposit them like just elsewhere. They just take them uh, to another town like 100 miles away and just dump them over there. So which it doesn't you, kill them right now. No, it doesn't kill them. I mean, they're still going to starve to death because they're homeless and 100 miles away from any, like, thing they can recognize. Oh, I thought, I thought like, we would drop them off in, like, a McDonald's or something. Oh, no. this You're a tech company. You make things someone else's problem. Like, you could give these people homes with the amount of money you're investing into this, but no, you just, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, okay. just, just, just shoot them somewhere else. Okay, I'm I'm still unclear about something. What exactly? What is my role in this company? Am I am I a software programmer? Am I building the robots? Uh, I mean, you are you're in some way contributing in some small way. Like you're either writing the program or you're putting these things together. So you know, maybe maybe you're a programmer and you're writing like basic code, or you know, you're assembling the tops of the heads, or just just some just some light work. You're not like in charge of the design. You help put the thing together. You could sleep at night. You could yeah. probably sleep at night. Yeah, probably. But, what's but what's the, my paycheck? But, but my role is still to make it so it ex- actually exterminates the homeless people. Yeah, that is what that that is the result your supervisors want at the end of the day. It's not killing them, though. Yeah, you're dumping them off somewhere else. Exterminate literally means kill. (laughs) Listen, listen, listen. I mean, he did say they look like Daleks. These people in Silicon Valley paid like a bajillion dollars per month to, you know, rent their swanky-ass apartments to take an hour shuttle to their job, and they don't want, like, homeless people there reminding them of, you know, their evil ways. So they just get these robots to just, you know... Why don't we just take all these homeless people and just oh, shove shit. them somewhere else? I have an We need question. a robot to guard our grocery store vending machine that we put in here. Thank you. Yeah, you're also here, the company that does question, that. Rhythm Bastard. Yeah, what's up? Do these robots also run robot bodegas? Uh, yes, they do run robot bodegas. Oh, God. I'm sold. I'm sold. No, but th- see, there's no cats there. Goddamn fucking robots taking their no, job. They're, wait, they're, wait, they're, hold on. Their logo do the cat. robot do the robot bodega owners have ibos uh yes they do oh, see, uh, oh and so they that, are that adorable robot Shit. cats i mean robot dog is not the same but robot dog is still pretty good i mean especially have you seen those new ibos they are cute i'm surprised they're still making ibos well, they they canceled them and then they debuted a new one that's all like kawaii and shit. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know about your uh, scenario, but in real life, um, the San Francisco SPCA is adorning its robots with stickers of cute kittens and puppies while oh. they shoot away the homeless people. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I looking at a to... picture of this robot with a chihuahua on it. It does have a dog on it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm assuming that's because the robot is uh, is belongs to the 
the uh, the San Francisco SPCA. Right. So it's like, check it out. We're a animal control center. So here's our weird animal thing. Yeah, it, you know, I'm looking at it now. It, it, even the robot looks confused about what it's supposed to do. It's like, uh, I, I got a dog on me. Um, are you homeless? I don't know. Where where am I? I'm a robot, man. I'm not that self-aware yet. Uh, now, I'd like to keep in mind that uh, in the Ready Player One scenario, you do have, like, a little avatar of a doggy. So, like, when you're in the Oasis or, you know, you, you know, or, like, at your workstation, you do have a little robot dog that you can play with there. So, th- either way, you get a robot dog. Is the robot dog only in the game or is it real life? Uh... In both, so in the Oasis, you have like a robot dog avatar, kind of like a baby Winston from World of Warcraft when you bought like that uh, uh, Overwatch bundle. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but um, yeah, so you get like that. And like in real life, you got like one of those Ibo things. Wait, hold on. Okay. I have a cool. question. You got an Ibo? Yeah. In the Oasis, can I be the dog avatar? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, shit, man. But it has to be like also, but it has to be a dog from like an '80s movie. Um, oh, from a movie can't be from a TV show. Uh, as long as it's from the '80s, because uh, the '80s. Wait, instead of a dog, can I be Alf? Um, sure. Oh man. Okay. Yes, you can be Alf in the Oasis. Cause hey, oh my so, god! Because sometimes you might need to like go in, go inside the oasis and see. All right, let me see what this problem is. Too many stray cats. Yeah, but problem the, solved. But they're going to be suspicious if you stay in there for too long. Because listen, the oasis doesn't want you using all your insider info to get the bajillion dollars. But, but do so I? So the one thing I'm, I'm still unclear about with all this is that, like, you, you say that I'm essentially just a customer service representative in all this. Yeah. And I do bug fixing. I help people whose avatars are stuck in here. Like, am I working inside Oasis, or am I just like a programmer on the outside, just like doing everything on a computer, uh, basically? You're a programmer on the outside who can go in at any time. What do I have to go in for my work purposes, or is this just like I go into my leisure and I can get like extra shit, or like because why the fuck not? No, sometimes uh, I mean sometimes you do have to go in to like fix a bug, but it, it's going to be the thing where like if you're searching for the million to bajillion dollar egg on company time, they're going to get suspicious. Like, hey, John, you're deleted from both the Oasis and reality. <gasps> Delete. 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 You know what? Fair. Delete. That that makes a lot of sense that they would do that. Yeah. Wonderful. Anyway, uh, so one thing I'm still wondering with both these scenarios here: wait, wait, how much money am I getting? What's my paycheck? How how is my life looking in this weird, clearly dystopian future in both of these scenarios? Uh, you're making. I'm going to say you're going to be making 50k a year because it's like a decent chunk uh. of change, but clearly not worth it. Hmm. Job security? Uh, you know, I mean, as long as you're working, these are very big, long-term projects, so they're going to want to keep you on for quite a while. How how much am I being, like, monitored? How much am I being, like, my performance being judged or anything? Is it, like, a really competitive cutthroat environment in either of these? Uh, I mean, not particularly. 
Not so much in the Oasis, you know, but like with the Silicon Valley, there are the usual Silicon Valley like flourishes, but uh, clearly it's like the whole, oh, you have no problem like fucking up your life work balance here, right? You can say extra, mm. right? But we got a pool and a ball pit, right? We're not going to pay you more, but Wait. hey, we'll give you snacks, right? Wait, is there a ball pit in both scenarios? Uh, I mean, like, for the Oasis, you can program in a ball pit, but but it's also the really sad-looking ball pit from DashCon. I don't care. There's, it's still a ball pit. I'll take it. And plus, your supervisor's going to be a little concerned, like, hey, this sewing got programmed in a ball pit. We'll make it one of the sad ones from DashCon. I love that DashCon's still a reference yeah. in this future that you're yeah. making. That this is a terrible future. I don't want to go there. Yeah, exactly. Well, lots of th- well in the Ready Player One future, everything's a reference. True. Yeah. Hey, Rob, do you have any questions? Uh, I was going to ask, can I quit my day job in either of the uh, scenarios? Well, in both of these, they are your day job. Exactly. Yeah, oh, okay. like Which one's doing. easier to quit? Um, I mean... I guess, in theory, the Oasis one would be easier to quit since everyone's just kind of, like, slumming it. You know, if you were to quit your job in, uh, you know, for the Silicon Valley company, you'd be stuck in San Francisco with, like, no money and it's an expensive ass a bad housing market. Wait, wait, hold on. So if you quit your job in that one and then you have no money, you become homeless. Yes. Then, Then the robots turn on you. Yes. Oh, shit. Wait, can you program, can you, expecting this situation to come and knowing what would happen, can you program in a fail-safe? Absolutely. That's genius. That will make the robots turn on everybody but you, and you can lead the robot uprising. Oh, shit. Listen, here's the thing. In both of these scenarios, I just made you a lower-key guy so that... You know, hey, as long as you get, as long as the Oasis stays bug free or relatively as bug free as you can get, your bosses don't give a shit. As long as your robot can scoop up a homeless person and dump it off somewhere, they don't give a shit. But they also don't know what you're doing on a day to day basis. You're programming your homeless uprising yeah. on a day to day basis. Exactly. That that oh, sounds shit. like the way to go. Because then you quit. You do your punk rock thing at night because it's all I think about is fucking music and you quit your day job and then you have these robots just like bringing you food and shit and you're set you don't have to work for the man anymore i feel like it might be easier to figure out what you're doing in the oasis scenario because i mean that's a video game they can just like track you and shit right like they can just like look at your isp and see your log here uh by the way we are at two minutes folks so think of your final questions now yeah, but the thing is, you know, you have a little bit of influence. They can, you know, say your logs, but hey, listen, I'm not the only guy who's had to bullshit something on the job, okay? You know, you can always bullshit to save your ass. And of course, uh, it says in the robot scenario that these things have been stopped by uh, barbecue sauce and tarp. So, uh, you know, if, if your robot uprising may be short-lived and brought to a humiliating end. Rhythm Bastard, important yes. question about yeah. the uh, Oasis. Yes. I, I am Alf. Can I spawn infinite cats? Um, you, so you're going to have to go back outside and spawn infinite cats, and that is going to really chug down the servers. So Worth you, it. Okay, but you're... Got but, an Oasis kill screen coming up. 
But your boss is going to be mad at you. All the, the hunters, you know, with their pangalactic gargle blasters and their ecto DeLoreans are going to be mad at you. So, like, Worth you're going it. to be proper. <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> Infinite cats, let's go. But you'll make Oasis go away forever if you spawn infinite cats. They're going to need to shut it down. You'll be fired. You'll be if deleted from the Oasis. If it doesn't have infinite cats, is it worth living in? It, no. <laughs> Shit. Frankly, no. They yeah. Know. Yeah, cats, cats, are, cats are pretty dope. Ah. But then again... Cats are God, shut up. Yeah, but then again, so are all the theoretically infinite robot cats you can build in your Silicon Valley job. And you'd be like, hey, wait a second. What if we built a robot that builds robot cats? And because this is Silicon Valley, they're like, here's a thousand million dollars of venture capital. Make it happen. How's it going to profit? I don't care. I want a robot that builds robot cats. We'll sell out the company later. I am a genius. Shut the fuck up. Oh, man. John, I'll never get tired of that. John, you know what the best part is? What? I was uh, doing research on past episodes, and you, and I pulled up that episode where you used that last time. Good job. What? Well, it's a good thing. It's, it's, I will do it every single time, and I will always be happy and laugh at it all the time. It's, it's very good. Yeah, that's well, actually the noise that only uh, that that voice clip is the noises the robots make when they actually graduate to killing homeless people. Oh shit. Shit! You just changed the game. They just beat them with, like, a washing machine and then a chainsaw and then dump lemon juice on your dead corpse? Well, I mean... And a baseball bat? Oh, my God. Word? It's fucked up. It's been but, a while since uh, I saw that. This is not the time to be asking questions, y'all, because that sound can only mean one thing, and that is that 20 minutes is up, oh, no. and now we must all come to a decision! So I'm going to start... With our guest Rob, thank you for coming on, man. It's been a great time. Yeah. Oh, I've had a fantastic time. Thank you. That's for awesome. Having me on. But there's a problem here, Rob. Hmm. You must choose. Hmm. Well, I never got to ask my question about the headless Japanese robot cats, so I'm I'm kind of jumping can't, into this. Can't ask it now. Yeah. I know. I know. Too it's too late. It's too late. But I wanted well, you to know, know I had a question about a headless Japanese robot cat. You okay. It. It's, it's terrifying. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the... Uh, I'm going to live in the world where the, the, the robots round up the homeless. And I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to take my chances getting, getting out of there. I'm, I'm not sure I'm up for getting out of a, uh, the whole Oasis... Like computer thing. That sounds too complicated. That sounds like it's over my head. Alright. Alright. That's that sounds like a plan to me. I mean, shit, that, that all makes sense to me. Uh, Owen. Hey, what's up? You must choose. Well, you see, while it would be cool to have uh, robots that kill homeless people and also run bodegas, uh, Rhythm Bastard in the other scenario gave me the ultimate power. And that is to spot infinite cats. And I can't pass that up, especially if I'm Alf, so I gotta go with the Oasis. Okay. Okay, that that makes sense. You you want infinite cats? I, I can go with that. I always want infinite cats. Rhythm bastard. 
All right. Thank you for bringing this hellscape to us, by the way. Oh. This, this was a quite the question. Oh, yeah, definitely. You see... But also, you must choose. I made a big entrance when I arrived in my flying DeLorean, which I obtained by completing a Back to the Future quest on the planet Zemeckis. The DeLorean came <laughs> outfitted... <laughs> Hold the on DeLorean a second. came outfitted with a non-functioning flux capacitor, but I made several additions to its equipment and appearance. First, I'd installed an artificially intelligent onboard computer named Kit, purchased in an online auction, into the dashboard, along with the matching red Knight Rider scanner just above the DeLorean's grill. Then I'd outfitted uh. the car with an oscillating overthruster, a device that allowed it to transport through solid matter. Finally, to complete my 80s super vehicle theme, I slapped a Ghostbusters logo on each of the DeLorean's gullwing doors, then added personalized plates that read Ecto-88. I'd only had it a few weeks now, but my time-traveling, ghost-busting, night-riding, matter-penetrating DeLorean had already become my avatar's trademark. I'm going to help run the Oasis, because fuck Silicon Valley. Why was this book popular? This is making me angry. Everything you said made me angry. Why was this book popular? Is it, for God's sake! coming out next year or something? Yeah, yes. I'm, I, like, I'm thinking... Have you seen the trailer? No. Yeah, she looks good. I... I thought that the part where they put Kevin Smith in the pantheon of, like, great directors... Was bad enough. Oh, yeah. Like, but, I mean, I liked Mallrats, but come on. Come the fuck on. Clerks is a great movie. But, but Clerks is a great movie. But, that's that's the end yeah, of the but statement. But John, didn't you hear about his Superman movie? Well, it didn't get made, yes. so what's the point? But did you see the pictures yeah. of the Superman outfit and who was wearing yeah, it? Yeah, I, I saw that Nicolas Cage. It was reinterpreted as Tusk. That, that was the uh, Superman movie. Wow. Yoga hosers, am I right, guys? But Nicolas Cage Superman's amazing. But it never got made. Yeah, in this universe. You know, it did get made, though. What? Chasing Amy. And that movie's okay. Yeah, yeah. that movie's okay. Yeah, Dogma. I like Dogma. Eh, Dogma's okay. Dogma's got a lot of moments of just people saying kind of nonsensical things about religion not even nonsensical just like you you think this is more you know woo crazy edgy than it actually is like okay clerks 2 anyway bad. i like clerks 2 yes but i like it too but it, but it is bad what about yoga hosers no no hmm <laughs> <laughs> zack and mir make a porno is whatever yeah this is a dumb conversation. I'm going to choose because it's my turn now. And you know what, guys? Uh-oh. At first, I was thinking that what I wanted to do was lead the robot uprising and make this happen. But, yeah, these are kind of shitty robots. And I feel like if I really was going to do the robot uprising in a way that wasn't just going to be comical and stupid, like building robots that just like call the police and maybe scoop up homeless people and bring them, like, somewhere outside of town, that's not really all that useful to me. I feel like I'd have to, like, build lasers and shit, or figure out a way to, you know, put guns on the robot. And that's hard. That's work. How do they work? I, I don't know. Well, You're you a see, scientist. 
Now, in ferromagnetic Clearly, materials, uh, there is an unpaired electron out on the outermost orbital, and this causes what's known as a rhythm magnetic motor. Yeah. Clearly, this is heresy. if I am stop. working at Oasis, I already know what to do in this game and how to work it and how to make dumb shit happen. So, yeah, I'll, I'll hang out in a virtual ball pit. That, that sounds like it would be pretty fun. I'll, you know what? I will make myself a virtual pool bed and just <gasps> take a nap in it. Oh, man. During my lunch break. Nice. Which, oh, yeah. All right. That's so, all so of the us. Oasis, the Oasis wins. Yeah. Guys, this has been a fucking adventure, if I say so myself. Mm-hmm. And we should probably get out of here. But before we do that, I think we got to cool down. Oh, yes, we do. Owen. Yo. You have more terrible questions for us from the Would You Rather bot, do you not? Yep, I have one for each of you and one for the group. Dear God, well, let's do it. Hey, Rhythm Bastard. Yes. Would you rather get able to jump invisible or have your eyes pleasure you? Oh, man, these are both good things. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to have my... Well, my eyes already pleasure me anytime I look in the mirror. So I'm going to go off. with the, the first one. Fuck you. I'm going to allow it. Don't hate I'm, me because I'm beautiful. Uh, Sounds like you're hating, Owen. Yeah. Stop hating this bad. Hey, John. That's me. Would you rather hold a cow or let a gun cut at your bum? Jeez, that... Uh, you know what? Uh, okay, how big is the cow? It's normal-sized cow. Fuck me. Um, I feel like that's probably just gonna hurt and, like, crush me because I feel like cows are, like, a thousand pounds or something. Yeah, about that. Um, yeah, I, I feel like probably getting shot, like, having a bullet graze my ass... Like, that would hurt, certainly, but, yeah, I, I think I could, I think I could do that. I think it would hurt less. Okay. Hey, Rob. Yes. I've got a good one for you. Awesome. Would you rather be a hero for two years, or kiss a bird for the rest of your life? Um, be a hero for two years, as long as I can die at the end of the two years. I mean, I don't want to be a hero. Oh, no, you don't get the sweet release of death. Oh, I don't? In this this show, no, you don't. Oh, fuck that. No, you see, you live live long enough to become the villain. Oh, I do? I mean, being a villain's cooler than being a hero anyway, so as long as I can take that route. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, plus this, I mean, and plus that scenario is, like, over 700 times better than the David Bowie song, Heroes, where it's like, oh, we can be heroes just yeah. for one day. So you one get day. lots more days. Yeah. But you, you're not down with the bird? Uh, kiss a bird for the rest of my life? What kind yeah. of bird are we talking? Uh, a bald eagle. Bald eagle. I was going to... All right. Very The greatest patriotic. of all birds. The greatest of all birds. Um... It's it's like kissing my animal crossing husbando Apollo. Oh god. Yeah. You know what I'll allow it. 
It could be Apollo if you want. It sounds like some kind of, like, Greek tragedy hell. Like, you know, Sisyphus has to roll the rock up the hill, and then some other guy, you know, Tantalus is grabbing at the grapes, and he's in the water. And then, like, there's some other guy, like, who has to kiss a bald eagle for eternity. And just that you, beak is just but chafing his tongue. It. It you might be into it. I don't awful. know. I don't know what you like. <laughs> He's not into it, I guarantee I, you. Okay. <laughs> like, you're in a failing marriage with a bald eagle in Greek hell. Yeah, you're just trying to, like, just the tongues are entangling and you can't even get around the tongue because the two fucking, like, beak parts aren't... Yeah, no. No, I'll be a hero for two years and then a villain for the rest of it. Fair enough. One last question for you all. Would, Let's hear it. Would you rather... Gain a snake clock, or have a bad Pokemon. I already have a snake clock. Please tell snake me more. Snake clock seems pretty cool. Uh, what, tell me what, more about your snake clock. But, uh, but I'd, I'd like to uh, have a second snake clock, so I think I will take a second snake clock. Ooh. Well, yeah, that way you can have one in your room, and you can have one, like, you know... One in, in the your... living room. Yeah, so, like, oh, man, what time is it? Let me look at my snake clock. Time to get ready for bed. Oh, man, should I be in bed yet? Yup, it's about that time, because I'm looking at my other wait. snake clock. Wait, wait, is it just a, a clock that looks like a snake, or is it an actual snake that bites you to wake you up? It's both. Oh, shit, okay. That's awesome. I mean, it has different settings for waking you up, like, depending on, you know... It can rattle, like, really loudly, but, I mean, that's kind of boring. I mean, that doesn't always wake me up. Sometimes I need, like, a good bite in the ass to get me going in the morning. Word? Been there? So you're picking the snake clock rhythm bastard? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna also take the snake clock. Okay, and John? Uh-oh. Snake clock? Yeah. Snake clock wins it. Three for three. Yeah. Man. That's all, that's all, that's all the questions I got. Okay, guys. good. Guys, this has been a very ridiculous, very, well, it's it's been something all right. Mm-hmm. But it's also been episode 67 of I'd Rather Not. This has been an adventure. Thank you all so much for joining me on it. Rob. Yes. Thank you for coming on. It's great having yes, you. Thanks yeah, for, coming thanks on, for having me. Hope we haven't hope we haven't frightened you off. No, you have to not. not coming back again. Well, good. Good. To, glad to hear that. Rhythm bastard, Owen. Yep. Thank you for being on as usual. Of course. Of course. Been a great time. A great time was had by all. Maybe or something. I don't know. Anyway, this has been uh, I'd Rather Not, the podcast about, about decisions and how we make them. I've been your host, John Gavreski Maxwell. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, in two weeks. Thanks for tuning in to I'd Rather Not, this really dumb podcast we do. That's, uh, yeah, it's, it's something all right. If you like what you heard and you want to keep up to date with everything we're doing, you can check us out over at facebook.com slash I'd rather not pod. And if uh, you have any questions or comments for us, or you'd like to submit your own question for us to debate, you can send it over to I'd rather not at Indiegogo.space. Yes, that is in fact a real URL that goes to a real website. 
well, it's actually just a redirect to zonecast.com, which is our cool website where you can find all our other podcasts that we do, like Heel Turn, The Echo Chamber, a whole bunch of weird stuff like that. Uh, but those aren't the, this show. This is I'd Rather Not. That's a cool show, right? You enjoyed this, right? We had a good time, right? If I keep saying right, you'll be cool with that, right? I've been your host, John Gavrexky Maxwell, and you can find me a whole myriad of places on the internet. Uh, you can find me over at Twitter at IamJohnGM. I'm also that on Instagram, a whole bunch of other places on the internet. Just type that in. It's probably me. Um, you can also find me over at a little website that I run with uh, one Owen Douglas called uh, ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. It's a uh, wrestling criticism and commentary website. We do a whole bunch of goofy things that are very fun, and uh, you can check us out there. It's a real fun time for all. Uh, Other than that, you can also find uh, our good co-host Owen Douglas over at uh, Twitter at the underscore Ozone. Isn't that neat? We're also joined uh, by Rhythm Bastard. Rhythm Bastard's a great guy who you can find over at his website, RhythmBastard.rocks. That's right, he rocks so hard he had to make it his vanity URL. He's got a bunch of tours and merchandise and music and stuff like that. Just, just go check it out. You'll you'll find everything you need to find. It's it's all good. It's all good. Uh yeah, we were joined this week by uh our good friend Rob. That's that was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for being on. It was a great time, man. Uh, if you want to check out more of what he's doing, uh, you can check out his band, SS Hanami. Uh, check them out over at sshanami.com. That's S-S-H-A-N-A-M-I.com. You can also find him over on Twitter at sshanami and on SoundCloud. Looking them up there. You know, just SS Hanami. You can find it. It's cool, right? We're having a good time. We're having a great time. We're always having a great time in the show, except when we're not. I wonder if our usual host, Andy Hill, is having a great time. Maybe that's why he wasn't on the show this week. Who knows? Whatever. Doesn't really matter. But anyway, the point being of all this is that if you want to just figure out what he's getting up to for who knows what reason, you can find him over at Twitter, at Columbia Brewing. That's, That's it. We'll be back in two weeks. We'll probably do something equally dumb and terrible. It'll be great, maybe. I think. I don't know. See you then. Podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com. <laughs>